episode 23, I'm unappreciated. What do I do? So appreciation is a, a sense of value where if I am not shown it, then my, my gauge of my self-worth goes down. Mm. Feeling unappreciated mm. is different to being unappreciated. Good. The feeling that I crave the most is the feeling that I'm designed mm. to give the best. And I think when we become so focused on ourselves that we are so thinking about our feelings all the time, we then exclude how we can live out our purpose. We're just thinking, how can I feed myself? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode from The Winning Life TV. I'm Leanne Morgan. And I'm Gareth Morgan. And we're really happy to have you join us today yes, we are. for this episode 23. I feel like when we get to episode 50, we should do something really exciting. Really like a party. Good. Like like a party. I mean, yes. anything, something, a celebration, and we're almost halfway there. So that is good. We will have episode 50 before you know it. And... Uh, oh. There. <laughs> I don't think people need to hear that. Really don't, especially if you're tuning I don't know the rest in. Of the words, and I don't know why I'm singing in falsetto. I think it's because Bon Jovi does in the song. So oh, yeah, he does, doesn't he? All oh, right, yeah. fair Not, not like that. So you're saying I'm like Bon Jovi? No, he does it well. So um, moving on. <laughs> Do you need a mullet? Do you have a mullet? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me, this we've only just begun. Oh, there's another song. Oh. We've only just begun. You don't have to do that one in falsetto. If anything, actually, Karen Carpenter had a, quite a low voice. Ah, so the Carpenters, go. yeah. The Carpenters. Wow, this is, get, this anyway, is like karaoke edition, we, so we, we better move, move on. on. It's absolutely nothing to do If you'd do like with a karaoke edition, maybe, maybe no, episode 50 should be a karaoke e- edition where everything that we say has to be linked to a song. I guarantee nobody good. would tune in. I think... Everybody would tune in. Well, we might well, have to wait and see. Let's, l- let us know. <laughs> let us know. Drop in the comments section if you think episode 50 should be a karaoke version <laughs> of The Winning Life. I'll be paying people not to <laughs> So here we go with episode yes. 23. And the question is, I'm unappreciated. What do I do? I'm unappreciated. What do I do? Have you ever felt unappreciated? I think the times whenever I felt unappreciated, it's usually because there's other stuff going on where I'm feeling like I'm lacking something. So I I don't think I naturally suffer from it, um, but I think I have been there. But it's usually been when maybe I'm discouraged or disappointed about how everything else is going. And so it tends to be a little bit of a, it can be a bit of a pity party. Oh, because I feel unappreciated. (laughs) On a regular basis. Oh. oh. Not because people don't say... Should I feel convicted right now? No, because I think sometimes when you're a, a mum and running a house and those kinds of things, and like you said, it's not because people haven't appreciated you. I could just feel like, oh, I do all this and I'm just tired. And, yeah. You know, so, but that's not because people you're not thankful and the kids are not thankful. Like you said, it's, it's like what's going on inside of you. You're just not... Um, appreciating yourself yeah and also we talk about in the winning conversation and we talk about in all of our coaching environments the six soul appetites don't we yes you know the things that we naturally crave and hunger for to fill that void Mm. and and we have six different soul appetites and appreciation is one of them yeah and i think you know the 
So I have a starving, hangry soul, uh, but usually it's for achievement more than mm. appreciation. So just because my 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 soul hunger for appreciation is low, it's higher in something else. Yeah, Whereas yours might be higher for appreciation, higher, but yeah. lower for achievement, for instance. So again, yeah. you know, there are there and having an awareness of this is so important because as we'll talk about, if we can't manage our emotions and have that self-awareness of what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it, then those feelings are going to lead our decisions. And that is a dangerous place. It is, because very often when I feel unappreciated, and like we said, it's not because people are not grateful. It's usually because I'm trying to get something Mm from somebody by doing something for them. For example, you know, if I go out of my way to do something at home to make people feel, um, I don't know, just comfortable yeah. or loved or whatever, it should be more... And you do a lot. Oh, thank you. See, I feel appreciated. He says, actually, you are very good at saying thank you all the time. Um, but what it is, is I think I'll be doing that and... Because it's more about, it should be more about me and my act towards everybody in the home or the people that I'm doing these things for. But I've made it about their response to what I do. And that's the key. So for any of you who have children, young, old, whatever, and I've been a child myself, and there's times now as an adult I look back and I think, oh, I was so unappreciative of what my parents did for me. But if you have children, you know, they, they won't always be thinking, oh, I'm so appreciative of what my family or, you know, do for me. But really it isn't about that. It's about being consistent in doing the good things regardless of the other people's response to it. So that's why sometimes I feel unappreciated, but it's not because of a lack of thanks. It's because of a lack inside of me. And that's a good point because the the truth is if if we place so much importance on receiving appreciation, which Mm. ultimately is value. Yeah. So appreciation is a, a sense of value where if I am not shown it, then my my gauge of my self-worth goes down. Mm. So, and, and when I'm on kind of in the red zone, just like in your car, when you've got the petrol, then you're running out, your, your engine is on the dregs, as it were, of that yeah. fuel, then the more desperate you become for that appreciation, that value. But ultimately, that's an inconsistent way of 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 having self-worth and it's not a healthy way no, you know exactly. there are uh, there are stronger ways which we'll talk about and more effective and healthy ways in fact the way that we're wired and designed mm. to to build self-worth yeah. and so you, you mentioned there there are different people at different stages of life there are people with different levels of self-awareness some people are just not aware that they're not showing appreciation now it doesn't mean they shouldn't be challenged or they shouldn't mm. be taught or you know that that is part of their growth journey absolutely but again, you know, what happens is it starts to affect the way we treat people. Yes. We resent people. Yeah. We we almost put people in pecking orders, uh, but, and uh, whether consciously or subconsciously, because of the, the level of worth they're giving to us, mm. which is completely the wrong way around of doing exactly. anything. And if you do that in a business, for instance, again, you know, you, you will become inconsistent yeah. in the way that you treat customers or clients. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it, it's so important to understand that you know, appreciation is something that we do from the inside out, regardless mm-hmm. of response. And if you think about it, that's why I deliberately said, I feel unappreciated all the time. 
because feeling unappreciated mm. is different to being unappreciated. Good. So I feel that on a regular basis because of my own stuff going on inside. But actually, I am being appreciated all the time. How I interpret that is just purely what's going on inside of me. So that's why I was a little bit deliberate in what I said, yeah. is that people might have thought, oh, why did she say feeling unappreciated? Well, surely her family appreciate. But see, there's a difference between feeling unappreciated and actually, am I being unappreciated? No, I'm not. Yeah, that's and, good. And I think sometimes we have to, feelings are fine, as in they are important. We shouldn't ignore them but they shouldn't lead us. And so, you know, I, I often have feelings of an appreciation. I might f feel that I'm insecure. I might feel uh, worried. But that doesn't mean that those things are, are right. It's mm. just I feel that way in the moment. So we have to look, and I have to look and go, you know, in this moment I'm getting annoyed or frustrated because I've done a lot, you know, for people and I'm not getting anything back. But really, is it that you're not getting anything back or is it just it, you're looking for that to feed the part that mm. only God can feed? Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, we'll dive in the, in, in the minute into mm. kind of some kind of keys and some <coughs> principles that can really help us with this. You know, how do we build that strong self-worth? And, yeah. and in one sense, that internal value of appreciation without relying upon external factors or people. Yes. But when it comes to a soul appetite, the thing that we always talk about, so whether it's appreciation, whether it's affection and um, achievement, whether it's that sense of attention, authority, whether it is uh, assurance. assurance, then we need to understand that the feeling that I crave the most is the feeling that I'm designed to mm. give the best. In other words, and this is where this actually, yeah, we don't want people right now to feel guilty you know, if right now you're, you're realizing, oh my word, yeah, I have, I'm constantly affected by this issue <laughs> of feeling unappreciated and it puts me in a bad mood. You know, it causes me to, to react, you know, either internally resent or externally, I flip out, whatever that might be. We want to challenge you because actually that, that starving soul is an indication of, of your purpose. Mm, true. So your purpose, if, if your soul appetite is, uh, is, appreciation, then your purpose each day, your why is to give appreciation. Good. Now, people mix up why with how. So people think, well, my why is my job. My why is even to some extent being a mum. And mm. of course, you know, they are they're huge roles and they are important, but they are how we mm. outwork something. Yeah. What we're talking about here is em emotion. Purpose is emotion. It is uh, feeling useful and being useful and so every day you have purpose because you have an opportunity to use your soul appetite yeah. to make people feel something yeah, and that is completely in your control mm. now what they do with it that's in one sense that's not your business and it's out of your control but each day if you can find a ways in which okay this is how today i am going to make somebody feel appreciated valued and do you know what? When your head hits the pillow at night, you will feel like your life mm. has purpose. And how many of us actually do that? Go out of our way to appreciate people. I'm grateful for the people that have, you know, gone out of their way for me. So, um, you know, to, to say thank you or we love you or whatever it might mm. be. So how many times do we challenge ourselves with that? You know, just send somebody uh, a text message 
an email, go and knock on their door. You don't have to give them anything. You just have to say, I just want to say thank yeah. you for X, Y, and Z. Or, and I think when we become so focused on ourselves that we are so thinking about our feelings all the time, we then exclude how we can live out our purpose. We're, st- we're just thinking, how can I feed myself? Yeah. How can I feel appreciated and let me tell you now and this is purely from experience in other areas of soul appetites whether it like said assurance is one of one of my main ones you will never get it externally that way and the more you go looking for it the more you develop an insatiable desire for a soul appetite so with you know appreciation if i'm constantly looking to be appreciated and to feel appreciated all i'm doing is feeding a monster Mm. literally it's a monster that essentially cannot be satisfied because oh, yeah. it is not being satisfied with the good things but when you start to turn that round and you start to appreciate and look for ways to help other people or to appreciate mm. other people how like outdo yourself in your appreciation yeah. <laughs> um don't compare yourself to other people look at what you know you know use yourself as your own measurement i guarantee your soul appetite will be filled you will actually no longer be thinking about oh how can i feel appreciated because that is how god has designed us to be always living from the inside out out of focus how can i help someone else how can i feed somebody else before feeding me in in that sense and it works it does because the more you give out of that feeling so again like you've said appreciation could be actually saying the words thank you yeah for what you do or thank you for who you are so we can all do that and should but appreciation can be an action so it can it doesn't necessarily have to be an explicit mm. you know i appreciate you but it can be an action towards somebody from a desire of appreciation yeah. such as you know i'm i'm doing this i'm making you a meal i am you know going the extra mile for a customer i am helping somebody who is struggling right now and, and I'm doing it because I, I, I want to show a value of them. They are valuable. Yeah. And so doing it from that, that, that point of giving is huge. And the proverb says the, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. Mm. In other words, the more you give out, the more you have. Yeah. But the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. So when you are trying to extract appreciation from the outside in, your world actually is getting smaller mm. and smaller. Yeah. But if you keep giving out, your world will get bigger and bigger. In every episode of the Winning Life podcast, you will hear Gareth and Leanne talk about the importance of getting a plan for your personal and professional life. That's why they have developed the MVP plan. When you develop your MVP plan, surprising opportunities and uncommon results follow. The MVP plan provides you with a clear structure to begin to see how your goals can turn into reality. Starting out with setting the goals, highlighting milestones and planning individual tasks, you'll begin to see how the MVP plan is key to experiencing the results you've always wanted to have in order to make an impact in this world. Visit thewinninglife.tv today to get access to your plan and the steps on how to use it. And there's so much joy in that. There is so much so joy. So much joy. You know, we can learn a lot from 
children. I really believe that's why Jesus told us that oh, we yeah. have to become like little children to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Because when you think about kids when they're small, they don't have a problem with this. Mm. You think what child sits around going, I feel so unappreciated. But how often do they love to give? How often do they love to say thank you? And, yes. you know, and, I, and I remember particularly there was one time when um, Reuben was younger a lot younger and um i can't remember why but he just wanted to say thank you to you and me for something and he said i'm going to make you um a snack i don't know if you remember this to say thank you and he sat us down <laughs> and he got us like random things out the cupboard like a packet of crisps and a biscuit and i think there was like some fruit and a glass of juice and he brought it on on a train he was just like because i want to say thank you now the actual gift wasn't that great, <laughs> you know, packet of crisps, you don't even like crisps, um, you know, but it was like he'd gone out of his way to just say, I don't know what to do, but I just want to say thank you and appreciate yeah. you. And I truly believe, you know, children, they don't always get it right, obviously, they, they do get it wrong, but there's something key in, in child childlike behaviour, not childish, childlike behaviour, really think, thinking less about me, and more about others. And you see that all the time in, in children. They just love to give and love to do things for other people. And the joy that is on their Absolutely. face when that happens. And that's how I think we need to be. Less concerned about me, more concerned about others. And I think what you've touched on there is the fact that the older we get, the more the symptom of, of sin mm. uh, affects us. Yeah. And if you go back to the... Genesis story, Genesis 1 to 3, when Adam and Eve sinned, in other words, they fell short of God's standards, they disobeyed God, they violated uh, his principle, then they became self-conscious. Mm. They realized that they were naked, yeah. their nakedness. And I was talking this back about this with um, one of our children the other day, because obviously we've recently got a dog, in case you haven't heard if you've been <laughs> on any of their episodes. And we were talking about the fact that, it, it, I think it was Ruben who said, you know, does, the, does, the, does Woody, our dog, does he know that he's naked? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, did he really ask he that? Did, he did really ask that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, D wow. does he not get embarrassed? And I said, well, number one, no. He's got a lot of fur he, he, has, he has fur and that is his coat. <laughs> But also, I said, it's, a, it's evidence again that animals don't have spirits. In mm. other words, they might have a soul. In other words, there's an emotional aspect yeah, to them. Yeah. Absolutely. But they don't have a spirit because it's the spirit part that was affected mm. by choosing to, to disconnect from God the, uh, as, as creator and as master. And when man did that, that's when self-consciousness kicked in. That's why no animal is self-conscious no. it's only human beings yeah but the reason why i say that is because the older we get the more self-conscious we are mm. prone to becoming and self-consciousness at its heart is about how i look and how i feel mm. so as a child that hasn't fully kicked in no, now we know children can be you know me centered you know mm. they want feeding they want but that's that's more about that's kind of the basic natural human basic needs, human needs yeah. yeah but really you know that's why they they don't struggle mm. to demonstrate appreciation or yeah. demonstrate affection because actually the self-consciousness is at a low level and it only grows over time through experience and so at the heart of this is we have to make a shift between waking up each morning with the spotlight on ourselves, because mm. that's where it is, how I feel, 
and how I'm seen. And we have to make a decision, a conscious decision. Today is not about how I feel and how I look. It's about how others look and how others feel. And, of course, as followers of Christ, it's about how God looks and how God feels as a result. And when we make that shift, it's quite literally like moving the spotlight off us and onto others. Mm. And that's like getting back to being a child again. Yeah. We, we, when we have that spotlight on others, it's quite literally like the self-consciousness level goes down because it's not about how I look. It's not about how I feel. It's about serving. It's about helping. Um, and, you know, it'd be a bit like right now if somebody, if you were in your dressing gown, for instance, and, you know, you weren't, you you weren't in a state that you would normally go out to meet the public. Are you but saying somebody I don't always look wonderful no, no, in my I, dressing no, gown. No, you do. I, I think it would be perfectly acceptable. Well, I, I wake up like I this. I see more and more people these days out <laughs> in their nightwear. It's it's quite it's quite a, an in thing, I, I think. But uh, go with the analogy. Uh, but if somebody right now was outside, they desperately needed need uh, mm. needed help, and you didn't have time to go and get changed, you wouldn't think twice. You'd be no, out there helping them. Yeah. Why? Because it's not about how I look and feel. It's about what they need yeah, and, yeah. and how they're feeling right now. So that shift is really important. And so I think let's look at a couple of mm. principles from the Bible that help us understand how we can make this shift. Because the great thing about the Bible is it's practical. Yeah. You know, it's not just kind of a principle where I've got to get kind of scratch my head and think, mm, well, how, how do I apply that in my everyday life? And so 1 Thessalonians five sixteen to 18, Leanne, I think is a really key passage, isn't mm. it? Uh, absolutely because like you were saying there when the older we get the more we've have learned behavior and we learn how to be self-conscious we learn how to be grumpy we learn how to you know have all these things and we also have experience that stacks up so we might have experience where nine times out of ten we've been unappreciated that one time that we were appreciated just falls by the wayside because we remember the nine and so we have experience as we get older, wrongly, that we can go, oh, well, I'm unappreciated because look at X, Y, and Z. It's like the grumpy old man syndrome, isn't it? Like the older you Is get... Is that an the, actual thing? Well, it's like, you know, <laughs> the older you get, you're like, oh, these young whippersnappers. <laughs> so they, they, look at them. They're, they don't value anything these days. So when, when you get old grumpy old man syndrome, you suddenly change your accent and you have a backbite as well <laughs> i don't know that was just my impression of uh, of getting older and getting grumpier but do you know what i mean it's like they it's like you almost become i don't know it's just like aging you're aging your spirit it's you know? easier in a in a bad way to become grumpy because you're just giving in to the natural feeling of i'm unappreciated i'm unloved and it builds a wall around your heart and your spirit but actually the whole point there is that it doesn't matter how old you get in life and we're getting older um really we shouldn't be looking at the experience that stacks up that says i'm unappreciated it should be looking at the experience that stacks up how much god appreciates and loves me and that is our response to everything like you said in 1 thessalonians 5 verse 16 16 to 18 rejoice always pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances even when you feel or even when you are completely unappreciated. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So it's not just like it's a good idea. It's actually the will of God for you. 100%. To rejoice always, not sometimes. Pray without ceasing, not occasionally. And we can talk about that in a second. And give thanks in 
all circumstances. It's absolute. There's no wriggle room. Always there's no, without There's no but. You don't know yeah. how I've been treated. You don't yeah. know this. What's really, I think this answers the two key important questions, mm. which is, you know, who am I doing this for? And why am I doing it? Yeah. So it's again, it's about the spirit shifting the spotlight how do i shift the spotlight off me mm. and making myself look good and feel good which ultimately as you've said just creates an insatiable desire that can never be fulfilled but the way we shift that is saying okay today who is this for why am i doing it and it's amazing you can be in a job or in a situation or role or have some responsibility that right now you've fallen out of love with mm. but I often believe that people jump between jobs and roles and responsibilities because they think by jumping to another one, it's going to somehow deal with that feeling. But actually, sometimes it's not about the job or the role itself. It's about the lens through which you're seeing that job. Yeah. And the way we change that lens is saying, Do you know what, today, this role and responsibility, if it's hard work, if it's challenging, if there's a lack of appreciation from around me, well, who am I doing this yeah, good. for? And why am I doing it? And when you apply this principle of this verse, you know, well, rejoice always. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rejoice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be in a state of joy, yeah. which is saying I get to do this. So actually, say out loud, you know, I, not I have to go and do this today because mm. that means I'm enslaved. That means I'm in bondage. No, I get to do this today for and whoever it's for. And obviously, we'll talk about in the moment. You know where it says in the Bible, you know, to do everything as unto God. So ultimately you're doing it for, for him. If you're a follower of Christ, then then it's about who are you trying to serve through what you're doing? Because there's somebody yeah. that you're serving in what you're doing. And that's who you're doing it for and why you're doing it is to help them feel. And then that's where you can look at your soul appetite. If yeah. it's appreciation, right, I'm going to help them feel appreciation. Mm. Or if it's achievement, I'm going to help people feel like they're progressing yeah. and growing. Or if it's affection, I'm going to help them feel like they're needed and that they're loved. So again, you know, this whole passage here of these three things, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Again, what's that about? I believe that's about constantly asking God to help us to operate in his strength. Because let's face it, there are times when we don't want to do it or we don't feel like doing it. But in that moment, I need to die to self and say, God, help me right now to do this for you and why I'm doing it is to serve these people and, and to give thanks, mm. give thanks. And, and as you give thanks, it completely alters your state. And it says this is the will of God. So many people are thinking the will of God is, well, is it this job, the will of God for my life? Is it this role? Well, actually, the will of God is more about the, the state of heart and the motive. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember reading those, those verses you know, when I was younger and throughout my whole life thinking, pray without ceasing. How on earth do you do that? Mm -hmm. I've got to go to school. I've got to do these different things. I can't just pray constantly. But it begs the question, what do you think prayer is? Because if prayer for you is simply, and it, it is this, but it's not exclusively this, you know, on your knees, talking out loud, asking God for things that you want or praying for people... Prayer is so much more than that. It is your literal internal conversation with God. You know, when I watch, I love to watch like um, uh, police 
dramas and that kind of thing. And I love when they're, they're going in secretly, they're in disguise and they have like the little earpiece and they can hear the whole conversation and it's brilliant. I love all those things. But I often to think, like to think that that's a bit like my relationship with God. You know, I have this, it's not a physical earpiece that I can hear God, but in, internally mm, I've got, got this constant yep. connection with the kind of headquarters of what's going on. Mm. I can hear I've been instructed to go or to stay or to move or to not move or what's going on. And, and that is prayer. So when it says pray without ceasing, I can do that all the time, even in those moments when I'm so unappreciated, whether that be at work, whether I'm at home. And like I said, you might feel it or you might actually be it. Regardless, it has to be a case of I'm talking to God, I'm praying without ceasing. Yeah. I'm, my communication is coming from him, not my soul, my mind telling me that I'm unappreciated. But actually, it's coming from him telling me that he appreciates me. He sees what I do. He sees every every good deed. He sees it. And ultimately, he's the re- one who rewards. He's the one that says, well done, good and faithful servant. Not your wife, not your husband, not your boss, not your children, not your neighbor. It's him. Yeah. So everything should be done for him because that's the only way you'll get complete satisfaction. Absolutely. And Colossians 3.16 gives us the clue of, of what you're talking about there, about you know how do you do something without ceasing? How do you do something continuously and do other things at the same time? Well, it's, it's, there are, of course, there are times when <coughs> you know, our, our whole activity is about that thing, such mm-hmm. as prayer. But there are times when, when that activity becomes almost in the backdrop it's almost in the engine room it's in the it's in the subconscious part of our lives and you know colossians 316 says you know let the word of christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another with all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to god in other words that's about immersion it's immersion so if right now you you know you'll be the kind of person because you're a human being where if you've heard a catchy tune you'll be singing that tune consciously and probably subconsciously throughout the day. Why? Because you've probably been immersed in that tune. Okay, it may not have been long because if it's a very catchy tune, you've caught it, okay? But you'll be singing it and humming it. And, and that's almost like that constant meditation on that tune. Why? Because it's come through immersion. There are multiple things that you will do today that you will do because you were immersed in either witnessing that activity or it's become habitual. So again, you know, this is about immersion. And what that passage there talks about is when we immerse ourselves in God's word, when we immerse ourselves in, 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 in worshiping God, in, in praising him, in those moments while we're waiting in a queue, in those moments when we walk into work and we just say, God, mm. you're here, lead me and help me today. Yeah. It's just those little moments where it creates immersion. And then it goes on to say, and whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything, again, absolute, in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So again, you know, who I'm doing it for, God the Father, and why I'm doing it for his glory and praise. So again, there's a real key here of yeah. immersion is so important. Immerse yourself in value. Make the decision to demonstrate and declare value to others. And do you know what? You will not feel unappreciated that's amazing that's a great challenge for us to to take away today to in your situation wherever it might be at home at work with your family with friends whatever situation that might be look for ways to actively appreciate someone else but also to say god i'm doing this for you this is for you live for an audience of one and that is god because he sees everything 
that we do. It's been a great conversation. Absolutely. Go show some appreciation today. I appreciate Declare you. it. Thank you. And, right. and, and you too. <laughs> and demonstrate it Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Glass of water? Thank you. <laughs> Take care, day. everyone. See you soon. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it, please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform. And if you head over to thewinninglife.tv, you'll be able to find all the resources available to you. Gareth has written several books, which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.